0: Our This Week in XR podcast is sponsored by our friends at Zapper, the world's leading augmented reality platform and creative studio. With over 11 years of experience working with the world's biggest brands through Zapper Creative Studio. Zapper also has an award-winning web AR platform, Zapworks, that lets you create your own mobile AR magic. Finally, check out their Zap Box, the most affordable mixed reality headset on the planet. Start creating AR over at zap.works or talk to them about your next AR project at zapper.com. Good morning, everybody. I'm Charlie Fink with Ted Shilowitz, Roni Abovitz. It's This Week in XR. Today is Friday, May 5th, 2023. Ted is with us live and on video. Yeah. Uh, We green roomed all the details about the health and the poking. Apparently, you get a lot of poking after you get cracked open.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a UCLA patient, right? Because I'm in Southern California. And at this point, I might as well just sign up for ad hoc classes because I'm at UCLA uh, more than I ever thought I'd be in my entire life. But recovery is going well. I appreciate all the well wishes and all the people that have been Thinking about me and the human side of this is really really lovely and caring and i am recovering i will not say that this is an easy road i do not recommend that anybody choose this on their own uh, but um, you know i feel very very positive uh, the care I've been given and, and so the support I've had across my company and all my friends and colleagues has been amazing. The two of you have been incredible with like the love and the care, and it has been really, really well. well we're, we're,
0: it, it was um, an honor to do it for you, Ted. I know you would do it for me. So uh, you know, it's it's great to uh, to have this show together and your efforts to be on the show to only miss one show. Because of open heart surgery, really are touching. Right. I have to say, like oddly, like wow, this guy is committed.
1: And you well, don't forget, you did one of the shows from the hospital. <laughs> I did, I did two from two, the wow. hospital, but one actually from ICU, which was unbelievable because you know, I was just on my phone, and of course I couldn't share video because there were people coming in and out of the room. But literally during the <laughs> podcast. They did an X-ray, a CT scan, a blood draw, and one other test—fairly invasive stuff—and the, the 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 nurses and the practitioners would come in and they're like are you are you doing something right now I'm like yeah it's fine i'll just go on mute and, and I, I think that's
2: like seal team sex i'm like awesome. adamant, so, right like was, no one like that's like full-on full, on, full the on. level
1: of yeah. comedy like if you could see what was going on visually as i was talking to you guys about what was going on with xr and ai and crazy friends at microsoft and google and it was just I there's, there's,
0: really there's a movie sure. here
2: there's a movie script
0: absolutely Absolutely. so uh they, there was no XR news this week. Isn't that weird? I mean, there really was no XR news this week. I mean, you know, there was Qualcomm earnings. I guess that's XR news. They sucked, uh, and that's it. That's it for the XR oh, news. Wait, oh, really, you know- I did
2: catch one. There, there was a little. I, I totally blanked. There was this. Hang on. There's like this XR system called Cognition. This is the one news thing I caught. I should have brought up earlier. A company called Cognition got FDA breakthrough device designation i'm gonna send it to you right now there was one tiny little piece of news i don't really know what it means but i got it
0: i'm I'm, i googled it up uh fda does oh it's an alzheimer's treatment i did hear about this i did hear about it it's kind of interesting that like the idea of using this as a medical
2: device is is becoming more and more real Um, And it is kind of a med tech like system anyway, whether or not use like it's interacting with your brain. And I think what's companies like cognition are probably doing are are amplifying those
0: interactions to help people, which is really interesting. You you can definitely see how in one version of the future, there's a BCI breakthrough that kind of obviates glasses or just puts the images there without having glass. Um, so I think there's you know I don't know if I want that though. I like
2: separation <laughs> where I could just turn it off. The other one where the thing is wiggling my neurons, I don't know. Like I know I have friends who are building those companies, but I'm not sure I want that. Only for like a real tr- like treating depression, treating like Parkinson's Alzheimer's, yes. That's like there's a condition, but if you're a normal healthy person and something's wiggling inside your brain, I don't know.
0: But did we just lose Ted? Uh, No, there he is. He's coming back. That's back. A little connectivity problem, which you people in the audio would not know. So other big 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 news, Okay, lots of AI news. And as you know, I'm writing an AI column, also AI Weekly. And uh, today, the heads of uh, big tech companies, well, some big tech companies, uh, Google, OpenAI, Microsoft, um, and uh, Anthropic, is another one i don't know a lot about them but no. they were all invited to chill with kamala joe stopped by he said you're scaring me here and uh <laughs> and left and they agreed to you know keep their stuff open and have sort of open inspection and keep up all of their good side rails and um could i get more hardcore on that because like that's I was not gonna, i means. was gonna but please take take it no, please <laughs> okay, it.
2: let me just get really what what needs to happen um, and and, f- and because Ted just went through this I'll use Medtech if I want to make an artificial heart or build a robot like a da vinci I built a robot called the mako I can't just do it and put it out there and start using it on people and go I'll be nice there's a thing called the FDA that makes sure you do not harm people there are serious consequences for causing harm you have to go through risk and hazard analysis. And by the way, we know how to do this. The government knows how to regulate aviation, automotive, med tech, nuclear. Why are we, why are we giving AI what I call the tobacco exemption? Tobacco could do whatever, it kills people, but it doesn't, it's not regulated in the same way that like med techs are, right? You have to be so careful that your med tech device doesn't hurt anybody, but tobacco gets to do, why is AI allowed to escape this process that actually keeps us safe? I'm all in favor of AI. I think it's amazing as long as we make sure we keep people safe and it's people centric. Why is the government like They had that meeting with the president. Why didn't he step in and say, this is what we need to do. We got to create like something like the FAA is for aviation to regulate and make sure it doesn't get out of control. So the, oh, FAA, the yeah.
0: FAA of AI is going to go into GitHub and say, oh, no, 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 no. You can't give this to people.
2: That's not what they do. They they, they mostly do. You mostly do risk analysis. You mostly do a hazard analysis. You have to self-police and, and, and the industry comes together. They create standards. And by the way, we already know how to do complex systems like airplanes, like surgical robots, like complex cars. So we could adopt those things to frame how you build I had AI in my robot. so AI is already
0: regulated in right. Well, right, but you could have AI on your PC right now, and you know if you're Ron DeSantis, you know, you've got it made. You don't well, you can't be regulated. You're no longer on the internet. That's my concern is the genie out of the bottle already. and and Rudy, you know, let's
1: that. let's let's call this out in reverse over the last, let's call it fifteen years when you know without calling out one or two specific social media enterprises, that have become monster profit agents or search engines that have become monster profit agents. The, where was the FAA through all those cycles mm-hmm. when those companies became lie and propaganda machines? And these companies are not truthful and they allow untruthful statements to be permeated through their networks for profit. And to me, that is at least as dangerous, if not more than more dangerous than getting into a tin can at 30,000 feet, when at least you've got pilots that themselves don't wanna lose their lives. So they're gonna take good care, right? Unless you have a a tragic, tragic error. Social media companies and the large search engines, I believe are the worst offenders of self-regulation and self-monitoring of truthfulness. And now we've exponentially, Allowed And you know with what happened with OpenAI and Microsoft investment, and I'm a fan of many things about Microsoft, and they do a lot of things, a lot of good for a lot of people in a lot of ways. And even our friends at Facebook, now Meta, as, as Charlie and I talk about all the time, have done tremendous things for those that are interested and enthusiastic about the future of, of virtual reality, right? But at the same time, they profiteer greatly on lies and propaganda. And when the government tries to get involved, it's almost this comical, idiotic, like putting the so standard, behind
0: the curve on it that- Putting the like, that
1: basically don't even know how to use their iPhone,
2: you know? Well, well here's a big bellwether. The Robert Oppenheimer of AI, Jeffrey, yeah. leaves Google. Yeah. And is start, he's making Oppenheimer- oh, he's, talk, he's talking he, to
0: everybody. He was in the Fox Times, News, the MIT, York, Technology Review, everywhere.
2: Look, there's sort of three major guys, right? One's Jan Lacoon at Facebook, Jeff Hinton, and then uh, uh Shua Bengio um, in Canada.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, Bengio is like, I think on the side of like, hey, this is scary. The other guy just quit Google and he's like waving a red flag. Now the the gentleman at Facebook, who I sometimes spar with on Twitter, he's like, no, 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 it's all fine. He's making the argument that we could build super sentient things that are way more intelligent than us, but we can make them subordinate. No one, no one knows what that means, and if that's our safety bet, I am not. I don't want to bet You, you know, the metaphor that.
0: that I used in one of my the stories, two of
2: the three are like no, no, no. Like don't the metaphor build. Metaphor I
0: used this week was the history eraser button. You know that episode of Ren and Stimpy where he says you have to guard the history eraser button. Do not touch that button. <laughs> but here's the no thing: no one like, knows what will happen if you touch that button. Yeah, this,
2: this is the tree of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> like there is a good side to it it could be amazingly important for human beings like cure cancer like change so many things about our life in a positive way help us solve climate change help us invent pharmaceuticals all kinds of
0: you know a battery evil works so quickly for, what is evil been, so quickly
2: i think the evil side is asymmetric and we have to work super hard to suppress
1: that part of ai yeah. Look, who's going to do that? Like the, the, if the government doesn't do it, who will do it? That's, that's the problem. As, as scary and gloom and doom as this sounds, and I, I think we're all very positive about the upside and the gleaming light of advanced computing and how we're going to see this benefit many people in many ways, right? I don't think there's an argument there, but I know there's a story coming, whether it's a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, five years from now, that is going to be one of those stories that hits CNN major news cycle where something goes terribly wrong. And the thing that we know, the reason I know this is because, you know, using that futurist is a pastist kind of technology logic is we and study things is we know that industrial robots inside factories have already killed people, not just one or two, but hundreds of people.
0: Are you kidding? I did not know that.
1: Oh, yes. You can do some research, (laughs) mostly in automotive and heavy industry factories, where what happens is it's typically the late night janitorial staff that will come in to a large factory floor, hit a button by accident, turn on a power cycle by thinking they're turning on the lights, and an industrial robot will think they're picking up an auto part and push it against a piece of metal and literally crush somebody. And this has happened a number of times, right? So these things are going to happen. the way, Frank. Can I can I, uh,
2: can, can I can I just comment on that quickly? I had to work enormously hard at Mako because of that, right? The the fear of robotics mm. in industrial robotics was that you you had to, they were in a cage. There was a giant button. There's all these regulations around yes, it, these right. things that happen, right? Like, it's like, why did they put a red light at an intersection? Because unfortunately someone might've been killed. Yeah. So with industrial robotics, that was true. So we had to work really hard and to convince the FDA that we designed away all of the things that a robot could do that would ever hurt you. Mm-hmm. Now that's what has to happen in AI. You can design away the things that can hurt us. But right now we're in that earlier mode where the things that could hurt us are not being designed away. Um, and it took a while to get to the point where you can make soft, like soft haptic robotics that just don't have the ability to inflict that kind of damage. Yeah. And you have to ask the question, why was it designed like that in the first place? So I think a lot of AI issues are all about the design and architecture. The systems that we're building, not I'm building, but that the other guys are building, are are mega giant, like uber brain things that with with a kind of, like you, you, All of us are from like, you know, we love film, we love movie, you work at a film studio. I think they watched one movie, they watched like 2001, and they wanted to build HAL, and maybe they caught the Terminator, and that was like the end of their movie-watching career, because it's like, I'm going to go build that, and and hundreds of millions, maybe tens of billions have been spent to create those systems, and they're like going down that road. We have to call it, we have to call it, say these systems are amazingly performative, but they are
1: dangerous. Let's redesign them so that AI can be safely used. I would love to know statistically, we'll never find this out. I'm sure. How many people around the world have tripped over their Roomba and hurt themselves, right? Because the <laughs> Roomba's just out doing its thing. It's a little the robot. Roomba. The Roomba is a cute little thing. Like I, I, I guarantee you people have gotten hurt. You know, they tripped and they're like, oh shit, the Roomba <laughs> got me.
0: So, so we don't have a guest this week. I didn't mention that at the top of the show. The <laughs> we moved the time around and we against our guest. We are our own guests. We're our own guests today. Um, but uh, the Walter Parks, uh, co-founder of Dream Escape and uh, former president of uh, Steven Spielberg's production company, author of... Uh, War Games.
1: And producer of
0: one of our favorite movies of all time, War
1: Games, which the classic line is, the only way to win is not to play. And <laughs> ultimately, when we flash into AI, there may be a very scary moment that's coming at some point. The only way to win is not to play and guess Roger- what happens? We're Walter
0: is a pivoting dreamscape to education and is just one of the smartest guys I know. So, mm-hmm. and I know you're friends with him too, Ted. That so he's, he's going to be back on August 4th. So uh, that is our show guys. Uh, thank you everybody for listening and uh, helping us celebrate Ted's good health. And we'll see you right here next Friday. Nice.